Welcome, 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 everyone. It is 6 p.m. here in the United Kingdom on the 25th of April 2022. I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. I will be your host for the next 30 to 45 minutes. So thank you all for being here. And don't forget, smash that like button tweet this out if you're on Twitter. I would really appreciate it. If you're new, read the disclaimer down here. It is always great to be with you if you're finding this channel for the first time. I always go live every Monday and every Thursday at 1800 hours London time. So come and join us for some bullish Bitcoin conversation. Go back through over 419 episodes, including this one, excluding all the new Bitcoin bits that I put out there. And you'll never find one bearish show re-Bitcoin. You won't find it. So go and try. That is why I say this is your bullish Bitcoin channel. So perhaps I should rename it the BBC or the bullish Bitcoin channel. Who knows? Anyway, thanks for being here, everyone. Don't forget to smash that like button and obviously share it out. Um, if you're on the podcast, thank you for listening. Of course, you can't see any of the tweets that I put up on screen. But if you're on a podcast and it's easier for you to listen, that's fine as well. Very quickly, um, let's get rid of that. Again, if you're new, do go to ukbitcoinmaster.com. That's where you're going to find every video I've done to date. And if you want to narrow that down to all the interviews that I've done, I've just booked a couple more today. So we've got a couple of good Bitcoiners coming on to talk to me over the coming weeks. Um, then go to bitcoininterviews.com and that will narrow it down and you can simply watch all of the uh, interviews. OK, as always, before we get started, let me quick look, have a quick look in the chat and see who we've got with us. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner. Regular support. Really, really appreciate you being here, Yorkie. Joseph Rockniak uh, coming in from Connecticut. Connecticut, I don't know how you say it, but Joseph, welcome. Uh, Dave Shackelford, Phoenix in Arizona, uh, an American contingent here. Badge Dobnik from the UK. My lovely wife, Elaine, Mrs. UK is in the house. Opsec Cycling. Hello to you, Opsec. Great to see you in the house. Uh, who else? Johnny Midas. Good to see you, John. John Gravit is in the house from the UK. Matthew Underhill is with us. Uh, my daughter, Buffy W, has just joined us. Basically, welcome everyone and thank you for your support as always. Before we get going, a quick shout out to the 21 Million Club that we've just had Saturday just gone. Corking three hours almost, two and three quarter hours, just talking Bitcoin with hardened Bitcoiners. We share some great topics. Um, people learn things free of charge just by coming on to that 21 million club and spending the time with us. And anyone is welcome, providing you are a regular supporter of my show. If you're on Twitter, you retweet my tweets. And if you're a Bitcoiner only, you just need to reach out to me using any of the information in my show notes and you would be considered to join the 21 Million Club. We've been running it for well over a year now 
and you pick up some great things as a new Bitcoiner. I know that my nephew, a UK Bitcoin farmer, who's probably still working at the moment with the lighter nights here, um, he listens in his tractor now because he's still working um, or he's orange-pilling other people. And he's learned absolutely loads already just by being on three 21 million club meetups. So fantastic support again over there. So come and find out how you can join us. I've just seen uh, Dodgy Bob. Uh, Dodgy Bob, good to know you're in the house, my friend, uh, as always. Okay, I need to get on with the show. If you want to get my attention for any reason, if you type in UK Bitcoin Master before your message, it lights up in bright orange, just like Badge Dobnik uh, did a little bit earlier. I can see that one there. Uh, nothing else as we speak at the moment. So shall we get on with the show, people? I'm sure you want to know what's going on uh, in the news. Well, as always, the first thing we're going to do is look at the Bitcoin price. But there's, there's, I, want to, I want to stay on this for a minute because I want to try and help you all. You keep hearing me talking about holding your Bitcoin for five years. And then we look at this chart and you see on uh, April the 24th, 2017, we had Bitcoin at about $1,300. And then on April the, I don't know whether I can find it here, around here, you got just over um, well, 40,000. We've dipped a bit, 39.4. So again, very close to a 40x return in five years. But if we look at the all-time chart, and this may not work, if you look at four-year blocks, you will always be up on your investment if you zoom out. So, for example, we're looking over here at the 30th of July 2010, and we see Bitcoin at six cents. Can you imagine picking up one whole Bitcoin for six cents? OK, let's see if we can go forward to July 15 very quickly. Uh, where we go? 20, July 2015. Just to help you is 2014. We're about there. July, $274 from six cents. If we go from July the 4th, 2015, and we go forward to 2020, if I can find it, July 2020, February, uh, May, June. There we go about that. Over 9,000 from 200 odd or 300 odd. I can't remember what it was. Do you take the point here, people? So when I say to you all, Bitcoin is absolutely on sale at being able to buy nearly 2,500, well, two, not nearly, but buying 2,534 sats for every cent. And I was chatting with my nephew earlier today. And I'm telling you, I believe and don't take anything I say as financial advice, but I believe wholeheartedly, as do several of the hardened Bitcoiners in the chat. And if you agree, type it in the chat right now, agreed or get in there or something. There is a very small window open right now for people to still be able to buy a quarter of a Bitcoin, half a Bitcoin, even one whole Bitcoin. You know, $39,000, call it 40000 I don't know what that is in pounds, maybe £34,000, I don't know. You know, in the UK, that's the price of a new car. And so it is, what I'm saying is nobody's going to go and get a loan to buy some Bitcoin, but it's still possible in that narrow window to get one whole Bitcoin. 
Once this thing goes, once the ETF is approved, once the regularity clarity in the US is done and dusted, when they start piling in, you will wish, this is just my belief, you will wish you had made the effort to buy every scrap of Bitcoin you could possibly purchase when it's at this what I call on sale price. Because all of a sudden you get it to $100,000 and the average person out there is going to say, well, I can't ever own one whole Bitcoin. Maybe they're saying that right now at 40K. But the higher it goes, the less chance you've got of owning 0.1 of a Bitcoin, 0.2 of a Bitcoin, 0.01 of a Bitcoin in the future. So that window at some point is going to close. And when it closes, you are going to be priced out of ever being able to purchase a decent amount of Bitcoin ever again. So just keep that in mind as I've labored this chart uh, for a minute. OK, so what we now need to do is we now need to get over and have a look at the video of the day. Now, today's video uh, and there's there's two camps on this. Um Again, it's taken from the Miami conference. Again, it is always done to try and lend credibility to what I am saying as a regular pleb. OK, I am someone that came from a working class trucking lorry driving background that doesn't understand financial instruments, that doesn't understand, um, you know, all this technical stuff. I just don't. OK, so I have to lend credibility by running videos and talking about them. Now, this could be divisive because there's one Bitcoin, one camp in Bitcoin that says, we don't want politicians involved. You know, Bitcoin's not for politicians. Well, Bitcoin's for everyone. That's the first thing. Bitcoin is for good citizens. It's for criminals. It's for bad countries, good countries. Bitcoin is apolitical. It does not discriminate. And that is why criminals can use it. But as you will hear from this clip, criminals don't want to use this because when asked, the best way to track down criminals, fiat or Bitcoin, they go for Bitcoin because it's traceable. So this is from Cynthia, Senator Cynthia Lummis. She is massive on Bitcoin. She's putting a bill together or a big paper together to push forward to the Senate on Bitcoin as well. And I just thought her section she did at Miami was really good. And in this first clip, she talks about how Bitcoin has played a massive role during the sanctions of Russia during this war. She talks of hearings in the Senate Banking Committee around tracking transactions. But you need to hear her out when she starts talking about chainalysis, which we all go boo, bar, hiss, bar, humbug, you know, tracking people's Bitcoin. You know, my take is if you're not doing anything wrong, why have you got anything to hide? Really? That's the way I see it. But listen to what she says in this first clip when she talks about, you know, tracking it. And well, just listen to the clip. Let's see if I can get it going for you. Uh, among the areas of concern is uh, lately, because we're so focused on uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, there were concerns about whether uh, Bitcoin and digital asset uh, exchanges uh, would participate in sanctions. 
And they have, and they've been robust players. We had a fabulous hearing in the Senate Banking Committee on which I serve uh, to explain how companies like Chainalysis are able to track uh, transactions in Bitcoin and actually ask the question, if you're investigating a crime or a transfer of monies in fiat currency or in Bitcoin, uh, which would you rather investigate? And without question, they said Bitcoin. And so we want to help convey the message uh, that uh, we can have simultaneously privacy and consumer protection and be able to vet uh, crime uh, committed in uh, digital assets. Okay, so I guess where she's coming from is we can still have our privacy. Now, I heard something through the grapevine, the Twitter grapevine, that, that you know, maybe CBDCs wouldn't become a thing and maybe we'd, we would still have maybe these stable coins that give us a bit more privacy from the government spying on us, but then we would still have companies that would be able to track criminals. I don't know how that's all going to play out. I'm just using this as a sounding board and just talking to you all. Bitcoin Meister is in the house. Welcome, Adam. Good to see you. I've seen UK Bitcoin farmers join us. Vinnie Rondo, Elia uh, Epping is in the house. Welcome to you guys. Great to see you in the house uh, as always. Now, this next clip, um, she says, uh, she goes on to say that had the Ukra that they had a Ukrainian witness and he said he would much rather get help in Bitcoin than a fiat currency or that that's what he said he said um because um uh, you know the, it, he was massively in favor of Bitcoin um and this section ends with, you know, the guy who's interviewing us saying that the Bitcoin economy is truly uh, developing. So let's have a listen there. Which was awesome about that hearing. Uh, we had uh, a witness who is in Ukraine and we asked him, would you rather receive help in Bitcoin or in fiat currency. He said, we can have Americans send us Bitcoin today and we're spending it on medicine, on water, on food, and on protection the next day. I've got to stop that. The next day, I think she might say, when it is needed, not when it's gone through the flipping red tape of the normal financial rails, which is staggering. We could never do that with fiat currency. So, so, so that is not just a humanitarian point. That is, uh, that is uh, the vision for a real economy developing with Bitcoin, right? It's not just a one-way corridor. It's not just uh, a hodler's paradise. It's not just, you know, uh, a means of saving. This is an actual economy that's developing, and it's developing where people need it most. Exactly right. Which is, again, absolutely incredible. Now, the last segment 
You know, she says the last month we've been watching Bitcoin being tested at scale and it's a crazy, exciting thing. But keep in mind, she says, that Bitcoin can always be used by good and bad actors, which is what I alluded to a few minutes ago. But the good guys are showing clearly what a force for good Bitcoin is. And it is now fully on government radars. So let's hear this last slot and then we'll move on. The Bitcoin community has been has been pitching this idea of uh, Bitcoin being um, a boon to to those who need it so so badly to those who can't participate in the traditional financial system to those who are in conflict zones who can't use banks who can't use traditional money transmitters and for so long it's been just that right it's been just pitches um the last month though is the first time i think the first time in history where we're seeing this at scale being tested in an empirical way this is an actual empirical test of all of the hopes and dreams of Bitcoiners over the last decade or so. So from where you sit, what do you see happening? Who's you listen to this. I think it's quite impactful. Who's using Bitcoin? Is it the good guys or the bad guys? Well, just like with fiat currency, good guys are using it and bad guys are using it. The good news is the good guys are showing and demonstrating how what a force for good it is, how it's so important for freedom, how people in Venezuela, how people who are in Venezuela in a very repressive regime uh, can preserve wealth and move wealth through Bitcoin, how people who are sending remittances from the United States to their elderly mother in uh, El Salvador uh, can do it faster and cheaper and safer uh, than in fiat currency. Now we're hearing real world examples, riveting examples. That was riveting testimony of this man in Ukraine. $10 million just went like that. And that money was needed awesome. like that. You see how fast this war is changing lives, ruining lives, giving people the ability to fight back. Bitcoin gave them the ability to fight back, to save lives, to send them water and find medicines and buy them immediately. And what we had been hearing in uh, the U.S. Senate prior to that was that it would be used in dark ways, that it would be used by uh, Russians to uh, avoid sanctions. And it, it helped flip the dialogue when we started seeing what a force for good it is. So finally, members of the Senate, it's, it's hard to pay attention to things that are abstract. Mm. And for most members of Congress, this has been abstract for a long time. They didn't have to learn about it because it seemed so futuristic and not particularly uh, front and center with their constituents. That has changed dramatically in the last 12 months. And it, part of it's thanks to you all. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know how long many of you in the chat have been in Bitcoin. I've been in Bitcoin since May 2017. If Bitcoin Meister is still with us, he's been in way before me. But let me tell you how I feel. In 2017, it would have been a dream for a banker, 
a senator, a congresswoman, anyone to talk and be pro-Bitcoin. Here we are just five short years later, and it's across government radars. It's being talked about. There are countries adopting it. We've got nation, we've got um, states in the US are now, you know, using it um, and making it tender, so on and so forth. Basically, this thing is like a steam train that's just getting its steam up. And I'll tell you something. If we've come this far between 2017 and 2022, I just can't even begin to imagine where we'll be between 2022 and 2027, the same time frame, which will be, I'd have been in Bitcoin uh, one whole decade. And I think that window for the regular person to get one Bitcoin would have well closed. Yeah, sure, you can buy 100 quids worth, $100 worth, $1,000 worth. Of course you can. But of course, as Bitcoin's price goes up, you get less and less Bitcoin sats for your money. So, of course, I was chatting with my nephew on the phone today and, you know, he fully gets it. You know, when when, when Bitcoin goes up from, say, 40K to 80K, you know, two and a half thousand sats becomes, you know, 1,250 sats. If it doubles again, 1,250 sats for your, uh, your, your dollar becomes 600 odd sats. So you're spending the same amount of your hard earned pound stroke dollars, but you're getting less and less Bitcoin for your money. And I'm going to say it again before we move on to the rest of the news. This window, I believe, is very short lived. And when this thing goes, as Preston Pish says, it is going to tear people's faces off and people are going to live with regret that they didn't buy more Bitcoin while it's in this crazy sideways range. So I'll leave that up to you. No financial advice uh, whatsoever. Uh, let's go over to the desktop. I've got to plug this again because it's creeping towards us. If you are in the UK, people, you need to consider Coming down to Bristol on the 2nd of July, where we've got the Bitcoin adventure. It is being put together by DBS Satoshi uh, from Twitter. Um, he's very kindly asked me if I would be the MC for this event. So come down and meet me in person. Hey, maybe you don't want to meet this old git. I don't know, but come and meet me in person. I'll be there uh, MCing the event. If we scroll down, you'll see that a ticket is only 19 quid. Now, if you want to pay in Bitcoin, you can get it half price, but I wouldn't. They can have my dirty fiat. But I wanted to just scroll down and bring this bit up. Look, look what's going on in one day. You've got workshops um, teaching why Bitcoin matters, how it works, how to keep your Bitcoin safe, how to set up a node lightning network, Bitcoin mining and energy usage, the El Salvador adoption. There's investment opportunities, NFT development on Bitcoin. There's other key speakers that are being lined up. There's Bitcoin games where you can earn Bitcoin or win Bitcoin. I mean, crikey. There's something about being in an environment where everyone is on the same journey. So literally, if you're in the UK or if you're not in the UK, consider getting to the Bitcoin adventure on the 2nd of July. I'm really looking forward to it. Very quickly, Matthew Underhill wrote this book. He's in our chat, um, the Bitcoin book. If you're looking for a book for beginners, 
maybe consider having a look at this on Amazon. I can vouch for it. I've read it twice and listened on Audible once. A really great book for the beginner. Uh, my friend down in Australia, uh, Bitcoin to the Moon, is selling his asset portfolio that includes the domain names Bitcoin to the Moon.com, BTC to the Moon.com. There's these logos. I scrolled down. There's other things. There's Bitcoin to the Moon.org, Bitcoin to the Moon.net, .io, BTC to the Moon.com. It's all there. So if you know a whale, that'd be quite happy to part with maybe 11 Bitcoin. I wouldn't, but a whale might. You might want to point them to this. And then finally, before we get into some tweets, I'm going to say this again because I keep saying I do not run this show for any type of financial gain. So these SATS addresses are there for you, a noob, to put a wallet of Satoshi on your phone. You don't need uh, to you know, um, back up any seed words with Wallet of Satoshi. If you're going to play away with a couple of quid on there, five, $5, $10, $20, whatever it is. And you can practice sending sats from your phone to one of these addresses. You send a hundred sats and you've sent something like four cents. You send a thousand sats. You've only sent 40 cents. So use one of these three sats addresses to practice because then you are ahead of the curve in terms of people coming into the bit to Bitcoin that have no clue what lightning is. Then you can show them how to move sats around using the light lightning network. And it makes you feel pretty damn good that you understand it. And most people don't. So it is worth it for those that have sent a few sats already. I've seen several in there. Thank you. But again, I don't want it for financial gain. I'm not going to get rich on 40 cents here and, you know, a dollar there or a pound there. I'm really not. Okay. I want people to use this as a way of practicing moving sats around. Okay. Let's get into some tweets. Okay. I found this from Jay Gould. He's been a guest on my show. Jay sold his company in the US for $33 million. So why don't you go to BitcoinInterviews.com and check out the interview that I did with Jay Gould. He's a great guy. He says, if you have 100K in Bitcoin and a 10K car, you'll be rich. If you have a 10K in Bitcoin and a 100K car, you'll stay broke. I absolutely concur with that, which is why three years ago, when I had the money to get a new car, I decided against it and put it into Bitcoin instead. And thank the Lord I did is all I can say. As Bitcoin Meister says on his channel, that is delayed gratification. Getting some money where most people get it and go, oh, I'm going to go on holiday. Oh, I'm going to buy a new car. Oh, I'm going to get a new kitchen. Delaying gratification is saying, you know what? I want all those things, but I'm going to put this into Bitcoin. I'm going to sit on that for five years and then I cannot get a kitchen or a car or holidays. I can do them all and several times over and help my family as well just by delaying gratification. That's what that's about. Dundee boy. Now, this is the dude on Twitter that is also arranging another UK Bitcoin conference. So you might want to check out and follow him on Twitter to see uh, what that's all about. He's up in Scotland, clearly. Dundee boy. 
But um, people have asked him where he's going to have it, and I'm not sure yet. But of course, that's right up in the north of the UK, and I'm in the very, very south of the UK. So, you know, who knows? But again, it's gathering momentum. You Americans have got it off pat. You know what you're doing. Miami, awesome. Want to go there one day. But equally, we need to start doing stuff in the UK, which is why he started his initiative. He said, important, newbies to Bitcoin need to be nurtured, not scared off. We must educate and inform, bring them along, not alienate them. And Bitcoin can be intimidating, but our job is to demystify. We're all plebs in this and we all have to start knowing nothing at all. And the more people there are out there that can nurture and encourage noobs on what they should and shouldn't be doing, the better it is. And the more regular working class people like us can front run these banks and financial institutions before they start piling into the space and driving the price up. Thomas Stroloy. Okay, who is Thomas? If you have not watched the video on YouTube, Bitcoin is generational wealth, you need to go search it out. Just go to YouTube and put it in the search bar. Bitcoin is generational wealth. A fantastically impacting video that Toma put together. Um, I've been talking to him about coming on the show, but at the moment I'm I've DM'd him and he's had my messages, but at the moment he's not responding back to me. But maybe he will. But, you know, that's not the point. He's a good dude. Um, there's 139 million houses in America alone. There will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. One Bitcoin costs less than one house. Run the numbers. Do the math. In other words, there simply is not enough Bitcoin to go around. When this thing goes, people, what one Bitcoin is worth right now, you'll be paying that for maybe a tenth or point one of a Bitcoin. And then as the decades roll on, you'll probably be paying that for point zero one of a Bitcoin because one Bitcoin will just be way, 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 way out in the stratosphere in terms of its value. So do the math. Okay, Pub Lord, um, a regular on my show until he's got really, really busy in his spaces and everything else he does. But um, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Any short term volatility in Bitcoin is simply a premium I'm willing to pay to get out of cash. Even a 50% overnight drop is better than having our savings in a bank account that can be frozen for any reason. Think about that, people. That is why there's a big push out there right now. And all the Bitcoin leaders, the thought leaders that people follow and trust their word are all saying you really need to be getting your Bitcoin off exchanges. You really need to be getting your fiat out of banks and into something that they can't freeze. If you're scared about your money is yours and you can spend it. And, you know, what about Bitcoin? Could it go away, etc.? Yeah, of course it could. Is it likely to? Probably not. And is it going to go up in value over time? Probably. I can't say yes. I don't have a crystal ball. But, you know, by putting it into Bitcoin, you still own that cash. You can convert that straight back into fiat any time you choose in a heartbeat 
Okay, it's still money, but by putting it into Bitcoin, you can double, treble, quadruple and some over time. And I learned this when I had a lot of my bill payments that I put away each month out of my my income. Um, I used to put them into a bank account and Two, three years ago, I decided take the lot. There was thousands for this, thousands for that. And I put them straight into Bitcoin and they're still there. And they still, I think, four or five, six X from three years ago, most definitely. And that is still my money that I own. It's just in Bitcoin instead of cash or instead of fiat currency. And then this one from James Lavish. Um Maybe look out for a guest on my show uh, in the not too distant future. I won't say who, but James Lav- Lavish um, is a former hedge fund manager and hockey player and uh, got a decent pedigree. And like I've said, I've reached out to several um, Bitcoiners to try and get them on the show to come and talk to me. And there's a couple of people that I've already put dates in the diary today. So who knows? Anyway, James Lavish said, if you don't yet understand the words and phrases immutable, proof of work or Keynesian versus Austrian, you have not done enough research to truly understand Bitcoin and you still have work to do. Couldn't agree more. You got to get your head around all of this, people. It takes time. Of course it does. But if you've got a genuine interest in it, you will learn all about it. And even more so, if you've got your finances in it, now you have a vested interest in understanding what you've put your money into and you want to know what all these terminologies are. And I couldn't agree with James more in terms of some of the things we need to get and understand. And I was chatting to my nephew today, funny enough, and uh, we were talking about UTXOs, unspent transaction outputs. And, you know, he kept coming back with UFOs and we were having a right giggle um, on the phone. But I said to him, I said, practice, practice, and you'll roll off your tongue UTXO easy. I had the same issue five years ago and I didn't understand what a UTXO was. And he doesn't. And now he does a bit. And he was calling it UTFOs and he couldn't get UFOs out of his head. So that is the great part about educating people about the the different facets um, of being involved in Bitcoin and what they all mean. So I concur with what James Lavish um, is saying here. So here's my quote of the day, and I love these. Think about this in Bitcoin terms. Ask yourself if what you are doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. Let me put that another way. If you want a better financial future, more secure for your family, for generations to come, what are you doing about it? If you don't understand what that means about how your money is being devalued over time in terms of what it will buy you, look at my show a couple of weeks ago where I showed the image of what you used to get in a shopping trolley full of goods several years ago compared to what you'd get for the same amount of money in that shopping trolley today. Five or 10 years ago, a full trolley. Today, two or three items for the same amount of money. And then the, the, the picture underneath it showed what happens and how much Bitcoin you would have got for your money 10 years ago and what that is worth today. And it was it is completely the reversal of keeping your money in fiat, where it is like a melting ice cube, said Michael Saylor, putting it into Bitcoin, where it will grow in value over time. 
So people, I hope you got some benefit from the show. Um, if you did, um, tweet it out and put a few words in about you ought to check it out. That would be useful. Um, share the link with some of your friends. Um, the way that you can help the show is to go back into the comment section when the show is over. Refresh your browser and leave a comment in the comments bit under the video because that then messes around with YouTube's algorithm and keeps the video current for longer. So when people are searching for Bitcoin, they got a better chance of finding this this channel. Frosty Ashington is in the house. Frosty, welcome. Good to see you. I don't think I've missed anyone out there. But anyway, people, that is it. I'll be back on Thursday with a regular show. The following Thursday, I've got a live guest booked in. Now, this is a real Bitcoin maxi that you will not want to miss me uh, talking to. So uh, make sure you're here a week this coming Thursday. But this Thursday, I'll be back with a regular show um, as always. Don't forget get people very important. The disclaimer down here, if you're new to all of this, it is so important that you do your own research and you don't buy on anything that I've said on this show. And finally, if you're new, check out the websites there where you can find all of my work. I'm going to leave you with my social media links, as I always do. Whatever you're doing, have a great morning, afternoon, evening, a great day. Have an incredible week. I'll be back on Thursday, 6 p.m. London. Until then, I'm out of here. Strong Bitcoin hand, something I haven't said for a while. Three things. Buy it, get it off an exchange onto a hardware device, and then get on with life. That is it. See you all on Thursday.